Okay, so um, sad news. We lost uh, someone that a lot of us kind of um, really loved and would always watch CBS Sunday morning. He kind of got us interested in it. Charles Osgood died at the age of 91, and he anchored CBS um, Sunday morning for more than two decades. He took over for Charles Kuralt. Mm-hmm. And he retired, so 94, and then Charles Osgood had it till 2016. And then that's when Jane Pauley took yes. over. And he continued to broadcast his radio show, The Osgood File, which was on CBS radio networks for over 50 years and contributed stories. And it's just the last couple of years that he slowed down, slowed a down dementia. Oh. And he was 91. Just to hear his voice, we've got, yeah. Grant's got a little, because you'll know his voice. Right. And this is, his, Grant, tell us what we're listening so to. So this is Charles Osgood's leaving, send-off, as he leaves Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and kind of a, just a, it's he about a minute did long. He it at the end of every show. Yes, here we go. Some of you may have heard rumors lately that I won't be hosting these Sunday morning broadcasts very much longer. Well, I'm here to tell you that the rumors are true. For years now, people, even friends and family, have been asking me why I keep doing this considering my age i am pushing 84 it's just that it's been such a joy doing it who wouldn't want to be the one who gets to introduce these terrific storytellers and the producers and writers and others who put this wonderful show together i want to thank all of them and all of you our still growing audience for all of your support and encouragement it's been a great run but after nearly 50 years at cbs including the last 22 years here at Sunday morning, the time has come. And the date is set for me to do my farewell Sunday morning. It's September the 25th, after which you can still see me on the radio. The Osgood File continues. Between now and my last Sunday morning, I've got to practice singing that old Weaver's song. So long, it's been good to know you. So long, it's been good to know you. So long, it's been good to know you. Been a long time since I've been home, and I've got to be drifting along. Ah, and CBS Sunday Morning is going to pay tribute to him, the, uh, like the whole show this Sunday, with his and you know his little bow tie. Oh, and, he was oh, just everything charming, and and I think it's. Long form storytelling that we don't see anymore. It's not just headlines. It's they go in depth and they do the most unique stories that yeah. are so far off the beaten track, and then the most popular stories too. Must watch show. It's just it delightful. Really so that's on CBS. That's so sad. We got that he was news, but he, he was ninety one. Yeah. So that's a good, I was just thinking of Andy life. Rooney leaving yeah. CBS sixty minutes. I mean, these were well. Speaking of nineties, yes. Uh, um, GMA this morning, it was their cover story. Um, Norman Jewison died um, over the weekend in Hollywood. He was 97 years old. Oscar-nominated director Chris uh, Connell is going to give us the story of, like, I mean, Moonstruck, In the Heat of the Night, so many movies, amazing director. So here's a story on um, Norman. A director who, for generations, gave movie audiences memories to cherish. From the iconic slap that helped earn Cher her Oscar in Moonstruck. 
to the unforgettable slap that Sidney Poitier dealt out in the Best Picture winner in the heat of the night. And action! Norman Jewison died Monday, and what a career he had. After growing up in Toronto and getting started in Canadian television, Jewison made a name for himself in the States when he directed Judy Garland's big comeback special in 1962. Which way to Harvard, please? Over the next 60-plus years, Jewison built a reputation as a filmmaker adept at social justice and satire, like with the Cold War in The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming. What did they call you up there? They call me Mr. Tibbs. Never afraid to depict powerful moments of confrontation or matters of the heart. And of course, his 1971 musical Fiddler on the Roof, which Jewison claimed he only got offered because executives assumed, with a name like that, he had to be Jewish. He was not, as it happens, but he took the gig. He never won Best Director at the Academy Awards, but was honored at the Oscars in 1999 with the prestigious Irving G. Thalberg Memorial Award. My parting thought to all those young filmmakers is this. Just find some good stories. Norman Jewison was 97 years old. Mm. He did. He also did Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. And he did um, the Thomas Crown Affair that we loved with Faye oh. Dunaway and Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. And Justice for All. Remember that with Al Pacino. Amazing. I'm writing it down on my, my must He directed Denzel and Hurricane about the boxer. Yeah. Um, and then Agnes of God. Oh, gosh, remember that? Um, Rollerball. Rollerball. That was kind of a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the heat of the night, if you've never seen that movie, it's absolutely fantastic. And I always kind of thought that uh, the hurricane that, you know, Denzel, that he got, got so overlooked, because that's a great true boxing story. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, the Cincinnati kid. He did. He's done so, so many, but I guess... Um, you know, um, you just always think of Moonstruck. Yeah. Because it was just epic. He was almost, he was nine. he almost lived a hundred years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then, uh, uh, also, those are good long lives. Good long lives. Mm-hmm. Also in Hollywood, um, John Hamlin, who was a guy, he was 92. And I guess everyone who's ever produced the Oscars, everyone's like in Hollywood, you got to talk to John Hamlin, because he worked with everyone on broadcast from Bob Hope to Elvis to Michael Jackson. And he um, he he loved television. And so he like he helped develop the Andy Griffith series, just this longtime Hollywood guy. And apparently, you know, he did the American Music Awards and all these different show specials and um live aid motown the david bowie but he let the beans out not that long ago about at the oscars when there was a streaker and david niven quipped about his shortcomings Uh that that was a totally planned it was staged it was staged the joke was written about his shortcoming that man's shortcomings are obvious and so, yeah, he was just, it's an inside name, but a longtime contributor to television, uh, John Hamlin, 92. So three kind of, kind of giants there. I'd and say. we lost Mary Weiss last weekend. She is the lead singer of the Shangri-Las and oh. person who can forget, leader of the pack. That's such an epic song. That is an epic song. You know, when you think about that yeah. kind of that 
that pioneering yes. sort of that talking teen tragedy songs. That's when I felt full. The leader of the pack. She was boom, boom. 75. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. So, Thanks, Lori. She was 75. That's young. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, just, she was really, she formed it with her sister and these twins' sisters who were friends, and they're all from Queens. And they oh. broke up like in 19. They didn't have a long career. And or didn't anything. Carol King write a song for them? The Shangri-Las, I yes. believe that there is a song that they yes. recorded, but the song that everyone thought of for them was Leader of the Past. Yes. You know, the sullen girl whose parents make her end things with her boyfriend who then dies in an accident. She's in love. I, I never motorcycle. got that far in it. I just knew it was he was on a motorcycle, and that's all I remember. No, no, sorry. no. And then you hear oh, the you're screech. right. Yeah, you you're know. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We can go out with it right now. Let's all do right. it. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for my talk for my talk 1071.com and learning rx. That's true. Um, at learningrx.com backslash MN. Um, you know, I, I was playing pickleball last night with my friend who is a teacher of fourth and fifth graders, and we were just talking about the kids because they were playing basketball next right next mm-hmm. to where we we're playing pickleball. She's they're gonna be tired for school tomorrow. Yeah, because you know, we got home at like 9:30. And she's just talking, and I don't know how Learning Rx comes up, but it seems to always come up, because we always talk about books and things like that, and she just talks about kids are really struggling in school with the reading, and it really, you know, the studies have shown, especially after the online learning, how that really affected younger, you know, kids going into kindergarten during COVID and things like that, right. and, and really, we all know that Learning Rx works, it works, it works, but it all starts out with a one-hour assessment where you can learn what's in your child and loved one's brain. Call them today. Mention Lori and Julia. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. This is all it is. Okay, so this is a really random story that I, I had last week. But the moral of the story is... Those air tags work, mm-hmm. but do they really? Okay, so this is a man in Toronto who got his SUV stolen from his driveway. And, and it was recovered more than 6,800 miles away in the Middle East. Oh, in and the he, Middle East? And he credits his air tag for it. So here's what happened his name is Andrew. He realized his 2022 GMC Yukon XL, probably 70 grand truck. Yeah, 80, 70 grand. 70, exactly. 80 truck. You're right. Was missing. So he pulled from his driveway. So he pulls out his iPhone and starts tracking it. He watched as the vehicle drove around Toronto for hours. 
Two days later, the vehicle turned up inside a shipping container. Yeah, I was going to say. At a railroad yard. Right, but police told Andrew there was nothing they could do to get it back. Then he tracked it to the port of Montreal. Oh, my God. And then all the way across the ocean into Belgium. And then finally, the final destination of this SUV ended up at a used car dealer in the United Arab Emirates near Dubai. Am I saying that right? Emirates. 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 6,800 miles. Weeks after he located it. It's still sitting in the Middle East. He says, we've done everything we possibly can, save going over there and trying to take it back ourselves. I want my truck back. Asked about the Toronto police. They only said, this case is still very active. But what, I mean, that's kind of like a bummer to know, too. Because you know you're never going to get it back. But the air tag tracking your your truck that far away. And Those what the heck, work. Dubai? Why are you guys dealing in that's, stolen truck? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> this again. I'll never go there. Yeah. Unless someone pays for me to take a private. I wouldn't even go there. No. I don't know. I don't even think it sounds like that much fun. I ate. I know. You can't do anything. You Everything do we want to do, we there. could get arrested for. That's Everything. Yeah. So I'm and, not going there. And that is that is very... And they're terrible to people. Yeah. They are terrible. So I don't have any interest in giving any Support. of my tourism dollars yep. there. Yep. I remember when Star Jones had her honeymoon paid for by the Tourism Board of Dubai. And mm-hmm. we're like, why is she going to Dubai? She just hustled everything. I know, she did. That was a year-long... Barbara Walters was jumping out of her skin. So were the viewers, quite frankly. (laughs) We we were going crazy. And the man she married, we knew he was a fake. Yeah. Kind of not portraying himself as who he really was and kind of using her. All, all which happened to be true. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you kind of alluded to this. And we've heard this about that movie Saltburn, which, by the way, Margot Robbie produced. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Lucky Chap Productions. Yes, is the name of her company, which Mm -hmm. I love. And um, Jacob Elordi is in it. He hosted Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live. This movie is disturbing and worthless as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But there are some cringe movie spots in it. And I think a lot of people have heard about them. So Saltburn is hitting Starbucks. So Starbucks... Has an, it has inspired a new drink at Starbucks. Bath tell me, water? Tell me. Felix, water it's called Felix Bathwater. Oh, no. I feel like something bad happens in the bathwater. It's then- just dumb what happens in the bathwater, Lori. It's just compulsive, obsessive grossness. Okay. But yet with one person. Yeah. Um, I, I've got an active imagination, so I imagine it involves a couple of organs. And water. And water. And a for drink. drinking. Yeah, it's just gross. <laughs> okay, so, so it starts out as a venti, which means large, I believe. Right. Ice white mocha instead of whipped cream. Oh, that's nasty. I know it. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm that's not even going to tell real. you anymore. Blop, blop. Yeah, that's a weird thing that they would think people would want to drink the bath water. I agree. I think people are just creating that on their own a little bit, Lori. Ken Jennings, who hosts Jeopardy now, says that. He would love to have Emma Stone on. You're not in charge of anything, Ken. He <laughs> said back to us when you have confirmed her, when you've demanded that he the producers do something. it. He confirmed something. He said... He was asked about yes, it. Yes, he was. But he confirmed something, and she said she didn't want to be on the celebrity version. That's she right. wanted to be on the real one. Right. The original Jeopardy. And he said, and that's a hard show. 
So they dumb it down for the celebrities. That sounds yeah, right. yeah. We know that they they do. Um, I mean, Rocco dumbs down every game he gives to us. Basically, well, I mean, well, if people didn't know that, I I'm cluing you in that that we're dumb. No, that he just dumbs it down. Lyrics, you know, he can't give us the fourth verse of some oh, song like we do. Yeah, we to, keep, no, yeah. we're we're yeah, trying we to be good about that. Like with our ticket giveaways, it's mm-hmm. too far down in the song. Absolutely, you have to be a real nutter butter fan, like a Swifty or something, to know the lyrics. You really would to every single word of all these songs that have four or five courses. Right, you're right. If Versus. you've been to Burger King lately, where um. Everybody's a king. The employees have been ordered to tell the customers you rule and to offer them a cardboard crown as a gesture of thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, the fast food chain is planning to send monitors, people out to his restaurants to ensure that workers are complying with the new directive. My dad would have really liked this. God, he loved a double or, you know, a, the, a Burger the, King, the, uh, the yeah. Whopper, a Whopper oh. Jr., Oh, because oh, you Jr. can taste the smoked char grill the on them. The flame grill. The flame, you difference. really can yeah. taste it. And mm-hmm. they have a really good veggie burger. Mm-hmm. There just isn't that many around anymore. Yeah, yeah you're right. They've they, had a great campaign with that You Rule since last yeah. year during football. They At BK, have it your way, you rule. And it's just yeah. the most yeah. Whopper Jr., Whopper Jr. And they just go on for 30 seconds saying Whopper Jr. And then they say, you rule. It's the simplest marketing campaign, yep. but it's crushing. But it is. It is. And so you get a crown with it. Remember when we used to get back. the crowns? The yeah. crowns are back. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Grant, you knew what I was talking about because I don't even see a Burger King anymore. Oh, I go all the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, I never see them. They're not around me. There's one by Nolwood Mall in St. Louis Park. I'm there a big you go. fan. I'm a regular. You're, you are fast food. You beat me in all categories with fast food. That's right. Okay, we are going to be right back in the meat. Oh, gosh. And we're coming back with something. <laughs> something. Something. And it's might be disturbing, might be interesting, but at the same time, it's something. It's worth a listen. For it's sure. worth a listen. <laughs> All right, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? All right, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic. Thank you, Julia, for those random thoughts. All right, everybody, we love Hammernix. Hammernix Flooring Solutions. And really, um, oh my gosh, I'm starting to kind of get in that interior mode, like yeah. wanting to do some things to my house, looking around, poking holes and things. Yeah, poking, no, poking what, holes. What about this? Right. What about that? But if you are in the mood, you know, to do something to your home, Hammernix is just a great place to go because their, their stores, their um, super flooring stores are, are beautiful and they've got great lighting and you can really see all the different types of, you want to go luxury, luxury, wide plank, um, uh, vinyl wood flooring or flooring or you want real wood flooring or you want, um, you know, tile or backsplash or countertops or carpet, carpet, carpet has come a long way too. They've got it all and they've got interior designers on staff to help you make choices in your price range. That's the best. I mean, I, it's so nice to have that option. It is. And they also have installers on staff to take care of it for you if you need it. Hammernix, they're the best. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
Okay, so the are we calling it a love story of TJ Holmes and Amy Roberts? Calling it the train wreck podcast of the because that's where all every every Tuesday and Thursday now. Yeah, they drop an episode. Drop an episode, and there are so many red flags. With Amy and and TJ, the the, the former Good Morning America um, reporters. I, I mean, they've. It, it, this is so cringeworthy. Grant got us some audio, but basically, they trotted out this new episode um, last night called "Things Ain't Right," and it's a forty-seven minute conversation. TJ took all the podcasting equipment over to Amy's house because he felt things weren't right between them. We'll take a listen and see if, yes, in fact, we can all agree things aren't right with these okay. two. So, the f- Grant, set it up. Yeah, the first clip is going to be basically Amy talking about um, where things are becoming difficult right now in their relationship and work life. And then the second clip is TJ chiming in to try to control the situation. So we'll play this first one here with Amy talking about that. I've talked a lot about living my truth, and so this is part of it. So I... I'm fine having these conversations because there isn't a couple out there who doesn't. And so, yes, I don't. And I know you don't want to put on some false narrative that somehow we're the perfect couple and we found our true love. And that means we never fight and we always get along and things are rosy and great. No, they're not. And even as much as we know each other more than most people who have been in a relationship for over a year, we've known each other for a decade now, pretty much, and we know each other really, really well. It doesn't mean that we still don't, like, I'm learning things about you every day as we're, we've always worked together, but working with this kind of pressure over our heads is a whole other thing where, yeah, that, okay, okay, yeah I'm just saying that pressure is a lot. What are you talking about, the work pressure or the pressure now publicly for us to succeed as a couple? Oh, see, I don't, oh. I don't feel the pressure from the public to stay with you. I oh. know that. I know you well enough and I've spent enough time with you and I knew how I felt and love sometimes is a choice when it's hard. It's not just a feeling. Lust is a feeling, but love is a choice, I believe. And I have chosen to love you. So I don't feel pressure from the public to be with you. I would be devastated just personally because I want to be with you and I chose you, but I feel the pressure of our careers that I believe were unfairly taken from us and I really um, want to be able to do what I love and I want to be able to do it with you so that's more the pressure I feel oh boy okay this makes me so sad yeah there's uh, about a hundred red flags that happened out of everything that's coming out of I mean just two weeks ago she told us that she was happy not to be in morning television anymore that no one is forcing her to stay with him and it sounds to me like we're about three months away from the breakup from the breakup and amy will i think she's had you listen just because you worked with somebody for 10 years is not the same as knowing somebody intimately for 10 years she also he had four other other consensual mm-hmm. affairs at GMA during his ten years. She was the fifth one. Her love or the orgasmic haze is lifting, and now she's realizing she chose him 
over everything. Over her career. Her husband. Herself, herself, her husband. Yeah, everything. Her, over herself. I think that's where that, it makes me really sad because I, you feel her pain and I really, and today on her Instagram account, you know, it's just a picture of herself out running. It seems like everything she's always posted is those two together or her with her daughters. I just feel like she's really, it makes me sad because she really, she gave it. I she's think, three months away from checking into a, a wellness facility, yeah. writing a book, writing and a book giving and coming a back. sit down. Yep. Um, because she found out that she thought she was special, but then she found out. But he, it even it isn't even that she thinks she thought he was special. I'm yeah. gonna even reverse it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna reverse it. She thought he was different. She thought he was special. But when you are what they went through, the public scrutiny, which I will agree was harsh and hardcore for a couple who was having an affair. It was hardcore. Page six would were relentless, and so was the Daily Mail. It was hardcore. And but then to lose, but they doubled down I, on I it agree. right away. They handled it so badly right away. They, if they listened to one PR person, they, I they wouldn't have. They brought they, it they down. They even said we were so arrogant to think this wasn't even that big of a deal to get help from a PR consultant because we didn't think anyone cared, and so that was their mistake. But I also think you're right, Lori. She's about three months away from going to a wellness place <laughs> and writing a book about how. I well let's Grant's saying let's listen, listen to the to, next one, but this is yeah. it's hard because they ended, I guess, their last podcast or their conversation. And so it's like these two have this is she I'll, has realized I gave up everything for for a podcast talking about us. About us. And we have nothing going on in our lives besides a podcast talking about us. us. Which would be and we're always with us. Because we really lost all of our friends. We were used to being so busy, so booked out. And we've had a year just to run together. And that's kind of boring. And she's young and she still needs to work. And I think it's all crashing on. I feel for her so much. You're going to feel for her (laughs) even more when you hear this next one. I'm so sorry for her. Yeah, this is where the us concept, I don't even think, is is an idea to TJ. Okay. All that pressure you're talking about, the work pressure, the public pressure, Everything's been going on family-wise for a long time. That turned a corner, and everything's been great the past month. Oh, gosh. But to now, you and I, for the past several days, it feels like the end of the world. And so, I mean, I'm asking you, are you willing or are you waiting to let this cycle through? No, I mean, I think we need to talk about our different approaches to our feelings. If I'm feeling just you and I aren't on the same wavelength. It It's devastating to me. So what are you on the same page about how we're feeling. What are you talking about? Well, um, oh, because I just think how we communicate with each other, like uh, what I need versus what you need, what you might not realize hurts me. I might, I say things or do things that I don't realize hurt you. And I think we have to be more open about communicating what we need to feel supported, even when it's tough. You say communication, but we lost communication when I knew something, and I'm speaking from my perspective here, and you have a different oh one on how God, I might have my. been behaving as well. But you were, you were, I knew something was up, and you wouldn't tell me what it was. And we are talking about it now. That was how many hours ago? I mean, we didn't get it out until we got microphones in front of us now. Well, Why? I didn't even know that this was going to happen. Why are we talking about it now and not talking about it when you yeah, said you knew you had a problem? You knew you had an issue, and you didn't communicate it to me. Well, I, I, because I was in an emotional state about Ava and I just felt like there were so many 
things that I was feeling, I wanted to make sure that I had the space to recognize why I was feeling what I was feeling. The space. Okay, I'm right. so, I feel so bad. This is gaslighter, really- yes, TJ. Yes, 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 yes. Ding, 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 ding. But Daddy would go over and put a microphone and bring all the equipment over to her home to say we have to talk about this and this is going to be, this is going to be talk show gold. This is going to be podcasting gold. There, it is so raw and she's basically telling him, she's we getting- don't communicate and you don't know my needs. This is... You don't ready to listen yes. and you don't know my needs. How is this not a huge I mean, the fact fight. that she has to say to him, I'm still learning things about you every day, despite knowing you really, really well for 10 years. That's because when you work with somebody, it's not they the present same. a different front. That's than right. When you're with them and the fact it. that she's just finding this out, I think she cannot believe it because you better believe that it has been hard. hard. For them, because Everything. remember, TJ still isn't divorced. Mm-hmm. His daughter is 11. Amy's daughters used to babysit her. They've known her since she was one. Oh, what? Just everybody be sisters now? None of this is easy when a marriage breaks up with cheating. And it's so out loud. It's not easy. And it has to come, oh. you know, and she, I think, is just really, really, she could get a talk show on another network. I totally think she could. It, I, but she's got to dump she's got him, it. She's and gotta the fact get, that she says, you she, know, she, I, I choo- I'm choosing love, like, she's got a gun to her head. I know, lust is a feeling, and I'm choosing, I really think she feels the pressure, and he says about our relationship, and she goes, no, that's good. I think she feels the pressure to make it succeed. Yeah, no. Because she threw away everything. And then how how do you look at yourself in the mirror or your friend who says, I told you so. Right. Um, and then you look at yourself in the mirror knowing you gave up everything and everyone else was right. Mm-hmm. But you have to just come to terms with that. And that's just called, I just feel for her. Same. For Amy, and yeah. So much because she threw I it mean, all away because she thought they were so special, special. Mm-hmm. like they should have they their were own soulmates that but even to throw there, out her career that she really wasn't the, and I just listen there's a fun of sneaking around and having an affair and you think that it's Ugh. really meaningful and it's something and it's really not it's just something is missing in your you. relationship so you're going to find it from someone else from somewhere else yeah. and then when there's no more sneaking around and then they see everything that's happened and then she's realizing but they don't even have anything to distract them because they don't have jobs yeah i mean you know their whole relationship was built on lies and dishonesty mostly the lies and dishonesty that they gave themselves Grant wants to say something. I just something. want to say, we're talking about Amy Robach and Thank TJ you. Holmes Thank you, and Grant, their podcast. People we had don't a couple sometimes. calls. Yes, okay, sorry, we, you, we forget to do that. That's I'm okay. so sorry. I mean, no, TJ I was you know. so dismissive of her feelings. Like, this is your fault for not... You're feeling bad because you didn't tell me. Well, she when she made that reference to Amy... Ava, her Ava, daughter. that's her daughter. Her daughter is... Um, going away to like a six month over sees a thing. School, yeah, school. You know, and I'm sure she'll see her, but it's like she's gone. She's left the house, and you know, she's just feeling vulnerable. And then there's old TJ. I mean, he's in a bad mood. He, well, he was drinking 18 drinks a day, so yeah. he's probably having um, headaches mm-hmm. from maybe withdrawal. I, they, I, they need I, counseling. I, I, I don't bad. understand. But I don't how understand, she stays. and I don't understand why they think this is. Healthy. 
healthy to do on the radio. Yeah. Well, that's Why? where she'll be able to, when she comes out of the, the other side, she'll be able to sit down, write a book, maybe host a show, rejuvenate her career. I'm ready to give her everything because she was a talented journalist. She's still, and she's smart and yeah. she looks good on camera. Oh. Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. my word. All right. Well, we wish you well, Amy. Not so much TJ. Mm-hmm. I just, it's so raw. It's it's beyond painful to yeah. listen. And I don't know who they're helping other than that it Showing might be coming people. clearer to her that she needs to get out or, needs, you know. Needs to talk to someone outside of the man that she's been talking to for a full year when they had nothing else going on but begging people to hire them. <gasps> okay. All right. Well, that was our that was the feelings portion of the Lori and Julia show. It's really hard. It's, it's hard. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And yesterday, we had Dr. Jarvis in studio asking, you know, some of our most frequently asked plastic surgery questions but i mean i do think that there is something when you think about minneapolis plastic surgery they're one of the oldest plastic surgeries because you've got dr dolan who started then dr jarvis and then dr Dr. Singh, singh who's the youngest doctor there but all board certified and the staff has been there for uh, some of them have been with uh, Dr. Jarvis and Tholen for 20 years yes. and really going in and having a consultation. Which is at no charge. Asking the questions, finding out. I mean, I had to do, I did a couple panic at the disco appointments where I just had to go in and see Dr. Yes. Jarvis because I was all nervous about, you know, the, the what I was going to do and everything. But it really is an amazing place to go. And how to get a hold of them. Go to MinneapolisPlasticSurgery.com. All right, we just, Lori and I were talking off the air because we were just talking about Amy Holmes and, and Amy, Amy, TJ Holmes and Amy Wobach's relationship and their podcast and everything. And basically, Lori, you said it right in three months, she needs to go away for a little while, do a tell-all book and then come back. I really think she just has to own it. And I think she's in that period right now where it's so uncomfortable to own it. I feel like GMA would even hire her back and have her on. They wanted to just get I rid know. of TJ. She could have stayed. So I just feel that was just heavy. I just, our hearts go, it's a hard. Watch Andrew Shu and TJ's ex get married and live right. happily ever after. Right. Oh, and this just a breakup. Oh, right. Uh, oh, Lori. Okay. Lori. Uh, fans, uh, 50 Cent was out and about the other day. He was uh, uh, at uh, some, I don't know, looked like an art gallery, and people were calling him 25 Cent. <laughs> He's lost weight. He's lost a ton of weight. Oh, I know oh, he, oh, I think Ozempic. he even admitted it. I, and good for him. He yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. I want to go on it. Yeah, he hasn't admitted it. Oh, I thought he did in no, something. No, no. People are just oh. calling him saying, yeah. Well, yeah, what the hell, dude? Ozempic. He was, he was uh, a dollar piece there back on uh, the Super Bowl when we saw him hanging upside, hanging upside yeah, down. He really was. He looks great. <laughs> He's, He's a, a handsome guy. Piece yeah, now. he looks yeah. good. Good yeah. Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. Kathy Hilton, remember last week we heard that she was doing a song and dance? Yes. And I was like, mm. for You thought for Paris Hilton's show? I TV thought it was show? for the show. It's SponCon for Smirnoff, Smirnoff Ice Smash Tea. Is that what she's sponsoring? It's an original rap song dedicated to her little genius buddy, Northwest. That's what it was. It's all for... 
for Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Okay. Have you had nice mashed tea? That's no. a mouthful. No, but those iced tea, tw- I, I know those twisted teas. I guess I don't know the, this kind. The Smirnoff. No, yeah. I don't know this kind. Yeah, she she did a little 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 performance, um, and that's why Kathy Hilton supposedly has been rehearsing songs. It's for this commercial we're going to see. Got it, got it, got it. Well, thank you for letting us know. I didn't know what to Hollywood speak there, but okay, yeah. thank okay. you. Okay, I'll have another. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway walks out of Vanity Fair sh- photo shoot. Why? Well, that's a- it happened this morning because the Condé Nast employees, the union, nearly 400 people work at Condé Nast, walked off the job for 24 hours. And Anne was sitting in hair and makeup, had her hair done, some of her makeup, and then she found out there was a strike and she just collected her stuff. I would have too. And walked out of there. Mm-hmm. She was unaware of the work stoppage when she arrived at the New York. I would York have been pissed. And, you know, just like her character mm-hmm. in Devil Wears Prada, mm-hmm. she was like, no, 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 no. And yeah, the work stoppage coincided with the announcement of the Oscar nominations and employees at Vanity Fair, Vogue, GQ, Allure, Architectural Digest, Glamour, Self, Teen Vogue, Walk to Hold a Rally, Here's the Cry. Okay, tell me what the cry is. Say it loud, say it clear, winter's extra cold this year. Ooh, it's kind of clever. Because mm-hmm. it's a play on Anna Wintour's name. Ah, and she's, she's the cold. head yes. of all. Because Pitchfork, we know, just got and absorbed into GQ. She didn't, the, the rumor. And she wore her sunglasses. sunglasses well, she that wasn't a rumor. That, that was, was from right, people there. Right. I didn't know, yeah. Say it again, because that's okay. clever. I didn't get it, Lori. I didn't get it. Say it loud. Say it clear. Winter's extra cold this year. Oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> goosebumps from that's that. That's fun. It's so because She doesn't seem like she'd be a touchy-feely boss. We all saw the movie, and I'm sure it's all real. Right. <laughs> and uh, Meryl Streep was so excellent playing her in The Devil no uh, Wears Prada. Yeah, that was w- such once Anne knew about it, that was it. She just get, got her bag, got her everything, and just said, I'm out of here, and walked out. And um, yeah, Anna Wintour is Condé Nast Chief Content Officer mm-hmm. and Global Editor Director of Vogue. Mm. And laid off the entire team from Pittsburgh. Fork, which started in Minneapolis, like in the eighties, I think. I'm sure with her sunglasses on. Yeah, that's which pretty is bad. So rude. But you can see economies of you know magazines. Some magazines are doing great. I give you the Pickleball magazine, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota Monthly. But some are doing horribly mm-hmm. and have gone digital. You know, and you can see the economies. But at the same time, you have to have some empathy for your people because you need people to want to work for you. Yeah. And be kind. Yeah. Being kind. It doesn't yeah. cost any money to be kind. All right. So that's uh but yeah, that's that's a unified workforce. Four hundred people watching. Yeah, out. wow. Uh Anna Marie Wiley. Who's that? The new housewife and maybe the one year and done housewife. Oh, the, uh, the anest- nurse anesthetist. That's right. Mm-hmm. She's apologized to Sutton's esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> and for only for people who watch Beverly Hills, that is so classic because Sutton, who is a character on the Beverly Hills house, one of the housewives, 
has been well liked and has been yes. on for several years now. And and um, her esophagus has been getting besmirched by Anna Marie. It's been the most bizarre storyline ever. It makes no sense. And Anna Marie, you as a Someone in the medical profession would know that discretion and not talking about people's things is the very, I mean, that's what HIPAA is all about. And she's talked about it and for weeks and weeks. And brings it up and the women just roll their eyes. She's a one and done housewife. I don't like her. I don't. The American Society of Anesthesiologists um, posted something last week about what anesthesiologists do versus nurse anesthetists, which well, is what she does. Yeah. And she had both tried, hard things to be. I mean, both. But she tried saying they were one and the same, yeah. and they are not. They are not. They yep. are not. And um, anyway, but now she's apologized to Sutton's esophagus. That's how much the heat was turning yes. up on her. Well, she went double down after they released their statement, the the Anesthesiology Society, and then she went and kind of doubled down. So now she's had to. To go back. The people, I think, have spoken to her, <laughs> and she's had to turn off her comments. Oh, no. I want to send, speaking of which, I want to send Amy Robach a heart in a comment. She probably gets so much hate mail. They and turn Amber, off their comments. Yeah. Oh, they do. You're right. Yeah. It's not on the show. The, the comments are on there, and overwhelmingly, people are like, girl, you got to get away from him. I agree. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, anyway. Oh, well, right. let's go back to them. All right. Stay with us. We're going to have fun next hour. It's Lori and Julia on my talk.